welcomes Christian Television Network, Facebook, YouTube, BlackRobeTV.com, Rumble. Like and share, like and share, like and share as much as you possibly can. Deep diving right off the top tonight. Natasha, Natasha Yancey tweet. Biden administration officials, listen to this now, scramble to escape blame. Escape blame for unlawful Pentagon order mandating mRNA by for the troops. And this is by Short, Jordan Shoctel. And again, like I always say, I don't like to read articles to you, but sometimes I have to. The Biden administration, this is what this is all about, is this memo. Just leave this up the whole time, Will. That'd be good. Biden administration officials scramble to escape blame for unlawful Pentagon order mandating mRNA for troops. Former Pentagon official Terry Adderham says she was directed by the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, to justify the mandate. A lot of people might be wondering right now, especially if you're a COVID-caving Christian or a COVID-caving pastor, what could possibly be illegal about the military being injected with an FDA-approved drug? Here's the, here's the start. There is no FDA-approved drug available to the military or available to anybody in the United States. Lawyers representing America's, America's service members are beginning to produce victories defending the United States Armed Forces against force compliance with biomedical gene therapy experiments. And suddenly, nobody in the Pentagon wants to take accountability for their legally dubious mRNA injection orders. Remember how proud Lloyd Austin was. Everybody, you will, you will get injected in the military or you will be kicked out of the military. There are people inside the military that have been criminally charged along the lines of mutiny for not taking, refusing the orders of a superior officer. There have been multiple military members uh, uh, dishonorably discharged from the military, as well as many who have been honorably discharged, all for not taking this vaccination, which, by the way, in order for the military to be fulfilling their contract, they must be injecting every single military member with comirnaty. The, the only FDA-approved drug and not one military member has been injected with comirnaty. This guy right here, law, ex-law enforcement, pastoring a church in Northport, Florida, has been telling you this for the last 18 months, as well as many others. It all began on August 24, 2021, when Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin issued a memo mandating mRNA vaccinations. There's the memo right there mandating mRNA vaccination for the active military, but with the stipulation that this mandate only applied to fully licensed products. This was because, as the dossier understands, it is illegal to force service members to take an emergency use authorization vaccine. What has every single Marine, member of the Army, member of the Navy, the Coast Guard, whatever military branch you want to name, has any of them taken a vaccine other than an EUA vaccination, emergency use authorization vaccine? No. And it is actually violates their contract to inject them with an EUA, emergency use authorization vaccine. The only one that's not EUA is Comirnaty, and it's the only one they haven't been injected with. And now they know it. I told you, listen, we have prayed that this would all come to light 
And it is the Marine Corps is actually suing. The Marine Corps is suing the DOD as we speak. Mandatory vaccination against COVID-19 will only, here's part of the memo, will only use COVID-19 vaccines that receive full licensure from the FDA in accordance with FDA-approved briefing and guidance. Service members volunteer, blah, 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 that doesn't matter. So here, now here's the part of the memo right here. If you can't see, I'm going to read a little bit of it to you. On August 23, 2021, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, approved the biologics license application for the Comirnaty vaccine made by Pfizer-BioNTech as, as a two-dose series for prevention of coronavirus disease 2019 in person age 16 years of age or older. Previously, on December 11, 2020, the FDA issued an EUA for the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, which has the same formulation as the Comirnaty vaccination. Per FDA guidance, these two vaccines are interchangeable. They're interchangeable in verbiage only, but not scientifically. That's the facts, and that actually comes from Pfizer themselves, they're actually not interchangeable. They're only interchangeable as far as verbiage is concerned. They're not interchangeable as far as the actual scientific formula is concerned. So it was illegal and it wouldn't matter whether they were fully interchangeable or not because nothing but comernity has been approved, has been approved by the FDA and nothing but comernity has been injected into our military members. No, I mean, I may have said that wrong. Everything but comernity has been injected into our military members. Healthcare providers should use doses distributed under the EUA to administer the vaccination series as if the doses were, look at what that last, it's a purely, you can't probably see it, but the last line of the sentence that I'm, that I'm the last line of the paragraph that I'm reading to you, it actually says, from Lloyd Austin, the, or, or one of his minions, Use doses distributed under the EUA to administer the vaccination series as if the doses were as if they were the licensed vaccine, as if they were the license. So inject them with the Pfizer, with the Moderna, as if they are licensed vaccinations. Every single military, you bring back to me, Will, every single military member that's been injected so far with a COVID-19 vaccination has, has had their contract violated. And we know the adverse effects that's happened inside the military with basically every sickness, illness, and disease and malady has gone up 300 to a 2,000% in one year starting in 2021 compared, compared to the five previous years. Dr. Terry Adderham, the woman who signed the memo, is a devoted, of course, Democrat, yeah, there you go, Will, thank you. An activist, as a, as a medical doctor, ad, advocates for gender-affirming prescriptions. It's like I always tell you, it is all the same spirit. That's why Christians, namely Christian leaders, should come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. 2 Corinthians 6, 17, understanding that the people that are pushing vaccines and COVID tyranny are the same exact people wanting to lop off penises lock lop off breasts of prepubescent and and juvenile people under the age of 18 it's the same spirit he's a democrat it's the democrats who want masks on your face because they want globalist control over your life 
It's the Democrats who want you vaccinated so they can get to the vaccine passport and leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, i.e. a common pass, a green card, or a vaccine passport. So this doctor advocates, of course, because it's all the same antichrist spirit, for the same doctor who is now lying to the troops, saying, you know, not, not her, not just her, but also Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, telling her to lie to the troops. And then she lies to the troops, says, inject them with this vaccine as if it's the FDA-approved vaccine on their own memo. So here she is a liar. So the liars are trying to take you, trying to get you vaccinated. The abortionists are trying to get you vaccinated. The transgender, the transgender activists are trying to get you vaccinated. All the same spirit. So why would you ever put their mask on or take their vaccine or lock down your church? So that's who she is. At the time, she was the acting assistant secretary of defense for health affairs under a Biden political appointment. Admiral's memo attempted to justify mandating EUA shots as if they were FDA approved. Dr. Adams' deceptive memo describes the EUA and FDA licensed vaccines as interchangeable, adding that the Defense Department can use doses distributed under the EUA to administer the vaccination series as if the doses were licensed were the licensed vaccine. Adam failed to note that the EUA vaccines were only, get ready, administratively interchangeable, but not legally interchangeable so you had on the memo written by either lloyd austin or adderham or but definitely approved by lloyd austin you had on the memo saying that these vaccines comirnaty and the pfizer BioNTech, that they were interchangeable the fda approved one which is the only one that you can inject into a military member without violating their contract and the the so the pfizer and the and the uh, comirnaty uh, vaccinations they were interchangeable. They can be used simultaneously. It's actually illegal to inject a military member with an emergency use authorization vaccine. But they said since, one, since you have one that's approved, they just use that to cover over the very fact that they were injecting illegally into the arms of every serviceman and woman in, the, in America the fact that they were injecting into their arms an illegal vaccination because they had an FDA-approved Approval for a separate drug, which is only administratively interchangeable, but not legally interchangeable, as made clear by the FDA. The FDA said you can't. The FDA actually put out that these drugs are, are, are only administratively interchangeable. They're not actually legally interchangeable, as made clear by the FDA. This should be rendered, this should have rendered any mandate unenforceable. In other documents and statements, she routinely made claims that the FDA licensed, licensed vaccines were available to troops when that was in fact not when that was not in fact the case. The Pentagon's unlawful order is being challenged in court by lawyers representing all branches of the military. Like I said earlier, the Marine Corps is actually suing the Department of Defense right now. Let's go on. I want to just show you a couple of things. So that's, I actually titled this section of the podcast winning because this is, this exposure right here is winning. We are actually winning. This is coming out now. Lloyd Austin and the military and the Biden administration are in huge trouble. They're trying to dance around the very fact 
that they illegally injected a non-FDA-approved drug into our servicemen and women by, by the millions because it was dose one and dose two and probably multiple boosters on top of it. That is where we're at right now. Jan uh, uh, Jekielik tweet from Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Dr. Malone's statements concerning COVID-19 and the purported vaccines were 100% factually accurate. He has never committed fraud uh, fraud or engaged in any medical disinformation or misinformation. Dr. Robert Malone filed a lawsuit against the Washington Post yesterday. This is winning. This is what has to be done. You have to take the fight to these people. It cannot just be live and let live. Let's just let bygones be bygones. If they disparaged you, if they defamed you, if you're somebody like Robert Malone, you, they must pay in court. Chuck Cholesterol tweet, breaking report, Nick Rolovich, former head football coach at Washington State University, filed a $25 million lawsuit after he was fired for refusing the COVID jab. Why would he be able to do that? Because you had Jay Inslee, governor of, 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 of Washington State, mandating that all state employees must take the vaccination to stop transmission or infection based on a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection. This coach was fired from a multi-million dollar job because he refused to take an experimental gene therapy. Now he is fighting back. This is what must be done. Robert Barnes tweet, and by the way, this must be done everywhere. I'm just switching subjects again, and this isn't the vaccine. I'm just, remember, this is titled Winning. IRS, of course, is big in the news right now, considering that the Biden administration is actively hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. The IRS suffered massive loss in court as citizens can now sue for constitutional violations without special immunity to the IRS stopping such suits. See, we are winning. I'm telling you this. We are winning. This is a massive win. Because usually they have special immunity, they do not have it anymore. So if they're going to hire 87,000 new IRS agents to come after you and I in the middle class to try to arrest us, to try to fine us, to try to bankrupt us again, all to leverage us into a one world commerce, commerce system with a singular access point. That's what it's all about. That's what masking was about. That's what vaccine was about. That's what climate change is about. That's what systemic racism is about. That's what gun grabbing is about. That's what the homosexual agenda and transgender agenda is about. That's what it's all about to leverage you into a one world commerce system where you have no choice. Climate change is about getting, is about taking and lowering your food supply from you so that they can tell you what to buy and when to buy it at a singular access point in a one world commerce system. So the IRS is losing some of its teeth. Donald Trump, put that one up there for me, is also filing a lawsuit and made your motion. This is what has to happen. We must fight fire with fire. We must send our money to institutions like the Liberty Council that will fight these battles for us in court. Once you start suing these people and they start, lo- they start losing financially, then they will stop with their tyranny. Once it bites them in their own rear end, then they will stop with the tyranny. Fire and listen, I mean, you need to think about all of the soldiers whose lives have been destroyed because they've been dishonorably discharged from the military when the military is trying to inject them with an illegal vaccine. So Donald Trump, a major, he's he's speaking here on Truth Social, Social, bottom one, a major motion pertaining to the Fourth Amendment will soon be filed concerning the illegal break-in 
of my home, Mar-a-Lago, right before uh, the ever-important midterm elections, of course, because it's politically motivated by the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party, the FBI. So Trump is fighting back. This is what has to happen. Whenever, if you get audited, get yourself an attorney. I can't afford it. You must afford it. And remember that the IRS no longer has the immunity that they used to have. If they come at you in malfeasance or misfeasance, you can sue their rear end. Speaking of malfeasance and misfeasance, switching to the FBI, Rasmussen reports 67% of Republicans, I mean, 67, 76% of Republicans, 49% of independents, and even 37% of Democrats think uh, the president of the United States is using the FBI as his personal Gestapo. Rasmussen is really, they're really centered, but they lean a little bit left. So this is about as clear as you can get. I mean, I trust Trafalgar to be completely clear. This is about as clear as you can get outside of Trafalgar. 76% of Republicans, 49% of independents, and almost 40% of Democrats believe that Joe Biden is using the FBI, FBI as his personal brown shirt Gestapo. Chuck Cholesterol tweet, breaking report, FBI agent Robert Cesario pleads guilty to destroying evidence in case against John Woods, the first elected official in the state of Arkansas to endorse President Trump. Now, where have we seen this before? Kevin Kleinspith did the exact same thing. Michael Sussman did the exact same thing, except he didn't destroy evidence. He lied to the FBI himself. Michael, leave all this up, Will. Michael Sussman being the man who runs the FBI's office inside of Perkins Coie in Washington, D.C. Perkins Coie, who hired Fusion GPS, who hired Christopher Steele, who put together the Steele dossier, the false collusion narrative, who hired Danchenko, who put together open source data to create, create the Steele dossier in two and a half years of a Mueller investigation of Russian collusion, of, of, the, of the assertion of Russian collusion by the Trump administration. All bold-faced lies. Kevin Kleinsmith, actually what he did, what he did was, they actually, I've I've told you this before, I gotta just tell you briefly, so you see how dishonest, how dishonest and disingenuous the FBI is and how really corrupt they are. Kevin Kleinsmith actually contacted the CIA about Carter Page and said, is Carter Page one of your assets? Because remember, they were trying to one-hop Carter Page into into wiretapping the trump administration one hop rule is when you wiretap one any of those incoming calls that you can get you can now one hop and listen to those people's calls so they were trying to one hop into the trump administration which they did so th- they did actually wiretap trump tower so kevin kleinsmith contacts the cia because they're not going to wiretap carter page if he's a cia asset so Kevin Kleinsmith asked the CIA, is Carter Page an asset? They say yes. He changed it to no and was convicted of, of lying, basically lying to the FBI of, of altering evidence. That's who the FBI is. Just because Sussman got off. Sussman got off with a Hillary Clinton judge. He's about as clean as Reinhardt is down here in Florida. And what's great about Trump's lawsuit down here in Florida is that it's not going to be a D.C. judge. It's not going to be a D.C. Obama, Hillary Clinton jury. It's going to be a DeSantis judge. It's going to be a conservative judge. It's going to be a fair jury. So when Trump actually sues them under, sues the FBI, 
and sues the Biden administration for Fourth Amendment violations, she'll actually get, for once, a fair hearing because it's not in D.C., because their offenses actually occurred here, even though it's coming from the coming from the Washington office of the FBI and the same people who actually did the entire Russian collusion hoax, with the exception of people like Andrew McCabe, who have been fired. I just wanted to put that out there because I wanted you to see the corruption inside the FBI. This, this uh, Mish, Mishka video, this is fantastic. Records removed by, by President Trump, this is Dan Bongino, are left to the sole discretion of the president. Play for me. They have real problems ahead. I want to read this to you. It's two short paragraphs from John Solomon's piece about the Bill Clinton case that is going to rock this whole thing and everyone's world in it. I, I hadn't heard of this case either. Judge Amy Berman Jackson, when Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton's group, sued for some tapes from Bill Clinton to get them, they note John Solomon that this is the judge in her decision. Okay? Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton's group, wants the tapes from Clinton squirreled away in his sock drawer. Berman Jackson, yes, that one, wrote in March 2012, and this was never appealed, by the way, Quote, under the statutory scheme established by the Presidential Records Act, the decision to segregate personal materials from presidential records is made by the president during the president's term and in his sole discretion. Keep that up. Wait, what? That's an official federal court decision that was never appealed? So the president... During his term and at his sole discretion says, this is personal, I'm taking it, and this is government. He does that? This case looking, I'm getting with goosebumps here. This case looking pretty ugly for them, ain't it? See how the narrative's falling apart? It goes on. Here's more from Amy Berman Jackson. Yes, that Amy Berman Jackson. Since the president is completely entrusted with the management and even the disposal of presidential records during his time in office, it would be difficult for the court to conclude that Congress intended that he would have less authority to do what he pleases with what he considers to be his personal records, Judge Jackson added. Oh, wow. He says, wow. That sounds pretty dispositive to me, Joe. Sounds like they got big trouble. Yeah. Big trouble. Oh, man. Yeah, that don't, that don't look at folks. Please read this article. Send it to your liberal friends and watch them. So it's very simple. The entire raid of Mar-a-Lago. Life is always simple. It's just a matter of whether or not you'll stand in the truth and speak to the truth, regardless of the consequences, regardless of the societal consequences and the name calling from people that are around you that consider themselves to be smarter than you that are actually stupider because they're abiding in lies. The entire Mar-a-Lago raid was completely and totally illegal because all Trump has to do with any document is basically wave his hand over and say, that's this, that is declassified. The moment that an acting president, and remember, this was a lawsuit that was settled by a Clinton judge for Bill Clinton. So the precedent, which the FBI knows, which Merrick Garland, who wanted to be on the Supreme Court, knows everything is about precedent when it comes to criminal justice. What has a prior court ruled? Prior, court have, prior courts have ruled probably... Maybe even nefariously, for nefarious purposes, to, to say for Bill Clinton's sake that you know what all you have to do is for it's at it's at the sole discretion of a president to deem documents to be classified or to be declassified. 
Now, they can go through some sort of process afterwards for them to be FOIA'd and everything else, but all that has to happen is for a president to say, this is declassified, and it is declassified. And that's every single document in every single box of documents at Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago that were sealed in every document that were sealed, not, that were taken, I mean, by the FBI. So every single document that was at Mar-a-Lago that has been confiscated by the FBI, they illegally confiscated it because they went there under the pretense of, of getting back classified documents for the National Archives, of which, of course, has never been done before. There's always a push-pull back and forth between National Archives and every retired president, every former president. There's always a push-pull because whatever a president says is declassified is declassified, it's done. And there's always then. So that is, once you're dealing with the National Archives, then it has nothing to do with classification at all. It just has to do with whether it should be part of the archives or not, which doesn't involve the DOJ. So the first time in history you've ever had a raid on behalf of the National Archives. That's what they say the raid was about. What the raid was about was actually conducted by the same people that actually that, that are all part of the collusion hoax. Same FBI agents went down there to confiscate paperwork about the Hillary Clinton lawsuit and the collusion hoax. Thomas Massey video. Notice the scenario in this. I'm sweat vacillating back and forth between the FBI and the IRS because they're equally corrupt. Notice the scenario in this IRS recruiting program is taking down a landscape business owner. I thought they were just going after billionaires and millionaires. Play it for me. Congress recently appropriated funds, so the IRS is currently looking to hire more special agents or CIs nationwide. We're looking around, starting around $60,000 to $70,000, somewhere in there. Uh, and then the advancements are you'll move up you know, one level every year for the first few years, so. An agent that's been in the field for a long time can top out at around $175,000 a year, as well as benefits and retirement. These aren't actual police officers. They're students posing as special agents for the IRS, arresting a man who is wanted for tax evasion. <laughs> who are you guys? Um, what is this? We're the IRS. Right, You're under arrest. Right. You're going to jail, buddy. Most people don't even know that the IRS has criminal investigators who use their accounting skills and their authority as a special IRS agent to help solve tax crimes. Under this scenario, these students find the owner of a landscaping company has several vehicles that may have been purchased from monies not reported through his business. After an undercover interview using a wireless mic, the special IRS agents find that Dodger, who is selling his business, has two sets of books. Ever done any landscaping work before? Ammunition, handcuffs, and first aid is generally what everybody wears, and then it just depends on the individual and what else they want to carry. No tasers. No tasers. That's what. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in the end, they're taught how to use their skills and finally arrest the mock offender. But you want to identify, hey, police, we're here with an arrest warrant. We're going to be taking you to jail today, okay? That's what you, they want to know because they're going to start asking questions like I did. Who are you? What are you doing? Why are you putting me in cuffs? What did I do? So there we have the militarization of the IRS under the Biden administration that's bringing in 87,000 more agents. Now, what could the FBI be doing that's far more valuable than what it's doing now, which is tracking down the political opponents of Joe Biden? We have a mega crime problem 
in the United States. I'm going to roll through these videos in a hurry, but I want you to get a feel of the crime problem. It is not just a crime problem here or there. It is rampant with a 25 to 40% increase in violent crime around America, nationally speaking, depending on which geographical location you're focusing on, but 25 to 40% increase in violent crime. Let's play the first one, Philadelphia residents. Play it for me. Something has to give. Something has to give because Philadelphia, I mean, everywhere you go, it's a problem, but Philadelphia is really getting out of hand. Fear is growing in West Philly. Carmelo Truel and her eight-year-old son, Yasir, walk in the same stretch of 57th Street where less than 24 hours earlier, 100 shots were fired. It's to the point, I just want to take my son and go. Sound like Beirut out here yesterday. And I've never been to Beirut, but it sounded like Beirut out here yesterday. So like a war zone? Yes, exactly like a war zone. Jamar Muhammad was selling... Let's go to this one. Now, here's, here's a... This is the man that's actually running running to be the senator coming out of Pennsylvania. He's lieutenant governor now, John Fetterman. Listen to how he wants to legalize heroin in safe injection sites. Play it for me. I think it's important that we as a society have all the options on the table, including uh, needle exchange, which is only technically legal in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and even safe injection sites that are being considered, like, say, in Philadelphia. I'll never forget the meeting that I had at, down at the DSCC where... They, you know, evaluate you and your campaign and your candidacy. And one of the things that I kept talking about was the opioid crisis. And they were just like, wait a second, what are you talking about? Like, you want to legalize heroin. He wants to legalize heroin and he wants safe injection sites. Dane video, pro tip, ne never hire heroin addicts to run your gas station. Play it for me. He is out. Look. Bro. Bro, can I get, can I get the toilet? Bro, you are faded. <laughs> Yo, bro, can I get the toilet paper? You are faded. Yes, that's crazy, bro. She's trying to get gas. I need toilet paper. And that's what you do. Back to me. There, I just want you to see what's happening in our country right now. We have an FBI that's fixated on Joe Biden's political opponents and being the Gestapo for the Democratic Party, as well as the systemic problem inside of all of these cities. The, some of the cities, the, like what I just showed you out of, whether it's Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, before that, that's Larry Krasner. And let me reiterate this once again, where you have 75 district attorneys spread throughout the country that were put in place by George Soros to specifically not enforce crimes, to not criminally charge people with crimes. People may think that people are criminally charged when they have handcuffs on, when they're arrested by a law enforcement officer, by a police officer. They're not actually criminally charged at that moment. They get criminally charged officially by the district attorney. And many district attorneys, and I've named them uh, often on this show, whether it's George Gascon in Los Angeles, Kim Fox in, in Chicago, Kim Gardner in St. Louis, or Larry Krasner in Philadelphia, Letitia James in New York City, were all put in place. Their campaigns were financed by George Soros. They're purposely not, they're purposely not arresting people. They're purposely not charging people 
with criminal offenses so that they increase the crime problem so they can come specifically increase gun crime so that they can use use that as an excuse to come and confiscate your guns that's what this is all about breaking 9-11 video warning disturbing footage there's your warning the nypd says a 50 52 year old man is fighting for his life following an unprovoked attack in the bronx play for me Now that man that got punched is fighting for his life. People don't really realize how dangerous it is to punch somebody, how dangerous it is to punch somebody in the face and then have them fall and hit the concrete. Afterwards, that man's fighting for his life. Now just so you know, the man who committed that offense was actually released less than 24 hours later under their cashless bail system in New York. And Kathy Hochul, the governor, is so embarrassed by her soft on crime policies that she personally uh, went out and made sure that he was rearrested after he was released under her policies. Anthony video, what the bleep is going on at McDonald's lately? Play it for me. So that's that one. Here's another one. This is a uh, Gimma AK Myrna video. BLM anti-capitalist insurgency rages on and on and on. Play it for me. This is at a store in LA. We're going to highlight. We're starting right now highlighting probably the next candidate for the Democrats for president. Gavin Newsom, this is his state. What's it called? Lemon something? It's a store, something, something, lemon. Can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember. But anyway, that, that's this store right here. You'd know it. What is it called? Lululemon. This is a Lululemon. Just look. By the way, that's a security guard standing right there. As people walk out with bags full of merchandise, he just stands right there because he can't lawfully do anything because Larry Krasner is in charge of this jurisdiction. Not Larry Krasner, uh, George Gascon is in charge of this jurisdiction. The one who was just attempt, we just he was just attempted to be recalled, but he wasn't allowed. He, he, they actually disqualified so many of the the recall ballots, like they should have done in the in the general. But I digress. So this is California right here. Let's go to the next one. Steve Steele. There you can, yeah, there you go. Thieves steal thousands of dollars worth of liquor at a store in Los Angeles. Play it for me. Go see what car they're driving. Get the license. 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 Get the
for children to have to walk around cars and into oncoming traffic. Parent Danielle Sweeney standing across from an encampment in the city's Mission District that she says is forcing her kids to do just that and with classes scheduled to begin at Marshall Elementary next week. I'm disappointed that we can't do better for the children here who want to access their school. Tents, suitcases and other items blocking the northwest corner of 16th and Cap Street. Sweeney says she's taken her frustrations to everyone from the police to the city and her district supervisor. Zero responses. A persisting problem that she says has gone on for years. Naomi Fox also fed up. She lives on the block. Her son, a first grader at Marshall Elementary. It's a huge public safety concern. Pedestrian safety, her primary concern, but... I am definitely concerned about drug use around here. I see it every day. I live here. Uh, every time I walk past encampments, I see needles on the street. I've seen people, you know, in daylight shooting up as I walk by. So there you go. That's California. Just side by side this one, Will. This is a San Jose Bakery. This is all under Gavin Newsom where they have decriminalized crime. And let me show you how this actually works. What it is is the DAs, I actually wrote this down over here. The DAs, Soros DAs, stop charging people with crime. So, again, understand the difference. You have law enforcement officers actually arrest people. But arrests are not does not mean that somebody's officially criminally charged. That's done by the Soros DA. The Soros DAs right here in San Jose, in Los Angeles. I'm not so I don't know if the San, the San Jose DA is Soros or not. The one in the LA certainly is. But the DAs then refuse to actually press charges. Now, when cops see that the arrests that they are making, bring it back to me, Will. When the cops actually see that the DAs are not going to going to criminally charge the people that, that they arrest. Like you just have, you know, a, rudim, a rudimentary, uh, you know, disturbing the peace at a bar. So you make an arrest, but then the DA keeps kicking those charges out all the time and just, you know, never actually criminally charges people, just kicks them back out to the streets. Not bail, just doesn't charge them at all. So if a cop keeps seeing that happen, what happens? So you have the DAs that are, that are not criminally charging anybody. So the cops will then stop making those arrests. And then what happens is the people see the same thing. Cops not making the arrest. The DAs are not charging anybody. So people then stop then actually reporting crime. Cops stop making the arrest. And then you have Democrat politicians because there's less police reports, less convictions, less charges, less arrests, and less, re- less, citizen, less reports coming from citizens. Then you have... Liberal politicians, Democratic politicians will then say what? Look how we've reduced crime. You see it? That's how they've been doing it. And then what they do is they say, you know what? We will focus on the fact that we have an increase in gun crimes. So now we're going to go confiscate every law-abiding gun owner's gun. Here's another one right here. I'm trying to get where the, uh, the, I'm trying to remember where uh, this is. In, oh, here we go. This is El Segundo, California, LAPD. So this is George Gascon. Again, Soros DA, who refuses to charge any of these people with crimes. This is flash mob. This is, this is actually a first. Usually things like this happen to this level during sort of a George Floyd uh, riot. But right now, these are just now starting to happen just, just out of nowhere. Just, you know what, we're going to just flash mob. I guess that's the only terminology there is. Out of nowhere, we're just going to flash mob and take over 7-Eleven. Play it for me. 
guys. There we go. So there it is. Now let me just make this statement as I always do. What did Joe Biden and what did Christopher Ray say was the greatest threat to America? White supremacist terrorism. White supremacist terrorism, i.e. domestic terrorism committed by white nationalists. Is that the case? Because I'm waiting to see any white supremacist terrorist activity anywhere. And people want to bring up 1-6, which was instigated by the FBI anyway, just like the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, all instigated by the FBI. Same actors involved, same leadership involved, same MO even. As they stormed the Capitol in Michigan, they stormed the Capitol in D.C., instigated by the FBI. So the FBI, who could be doing something about this, is doing absolutely nothing with it because this is systemic. This is happening all over the country. Don't any, lib, don't any liberal or progressive, Democrat, whatever, say that these things have always happened. This has never happened. I'm 53 years old. This has never happened in America. We've never had this go on. Yes, we've had periodic rioting where this would have. This is not, there's no riot going on. Look at the area around them. This is like a, like a shopping center, like a movie theater. And all these people just decided, you know, we're going to ransack the 7-Eleven and take whatever we want. This has never happened. The reason why this is happening is because George Soros wants it to happen. And then and put all of his district attorneys, 75 of them, in place, including where this is happening right here in Southern California, where George Gascon is in charge. Because the overall, again, the overarching reason for all of this is to leverage you. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system. And it's not just a commerce system because they want crime to go so bad that you have to call upon the federal government for control. Because that's what these people are all about. That's what COVID's about. That's what, that's what uh, transgender activism is about. It's controlling you. You will call a man a woman and a woman a man, even though it's absolutely nonsensical. But if they can get you to do no- something nonsensical, like mask, then double mask, quarantine the healthy, lock down your churches, they get you to do one nonsensical thing after another, they know they can't control you. Now, here's the Babylon Bee's response to the crime in California. Play it for me.
Sophie Corcoran video. You think that this is isolated just to the United States. No, there's a common denominator behind it all. The common denominator is progressive liberalism slash globalism coming out of the World Economic Forum. Because what the World Economic Forum wants is for there to be health czars controlled by them. What they want is for there to be law enforcement czars controlled by them and the CCP. That's what, what it's all about. So you have, again, the common denominator is globalist leftism. That's, that's the common denominator. Globalist leftist Sadiq Khan is now in charge. He's the mayor of London. And here's the Sophie Corcoran video. If you want to feel safe for your kids or your kids to not get stabbed in London, vote him out next time. Please and thanks. Keep this video muted, guys. I don't know exactly what's set on it. Just play it for me. Side by side. I just want to show you about this. Oh, this is Aaron. We, did you actually check this one, didn't you? You know, okay. Kind of, we'll bring it. There we go. This is what's happening in London right here. And again, it looks just like the United States. Why? Because they're not actually prosecuting crime in London either. Look at what's, look at this. This is London. This is where people go. You know, on vacation, we have, they used to have before, look at this. Again, white supremacist terrorism, right? White supremacist terrorism everywhere. And this is London, where many tourists used to go prior to COVID. There's free stuff being handed out in the street. Now, the only problem is that free stuff is the stuff that she just stole out of the store. It's all, there it is. This is London. This, it, all you have to have is somebody who's a leftist globalist. I would bet you right now that Sadiq Khan is somehow or another financially, fiscally tied with George Soros himself. This is London. I want you to see it because it's not just happening in the United States. You have to put the next one for me. This man right here, God bless Thomas O'Holloran, the 87-year-old stabbed to death on his mobility scooter in broad daylight in Sadiq Khan's lawless London. It is completely and totally lawless. And just so you know, you can bring it back to me. This is all about the World Economic Forum Grand Cabal. Now, whether people know that they're a hand puppet for the WEF or not, nobody knows. You won't know. Only God knows the heart and soul of a man. But no matter whether they know that they are a hand puppet for the WEF or whether they, whether they know they are or whether they don't know they are, it doesn't really matter if they're doing the bidding of the World Economic Forum. Now, everybody thinks, right, that when somebody like me starts to tout how people will be forced to eat bugs, which by the way, just so everybody knows, eating bugs does what to your immune system? Anybody know? Eating bugs does the same thing to your immune system as the vaccination, the people who are fighting for your health. And that's who these, of course, the same spirit, World Economic Forum, who pimps and whores vaccines, i.e. so does the Democratic Party, so does the establishment Republican Party because it's all the same spirit. The people who want to defund the police, who want to grab your guns, who want to push transgenderism and homosexual activism on you. It's all the same exact spirit. When you talk, they're the same ones who are causing the war in Ukraine by World Economic Forum actor Vladimir Putin versus World, World, uh, World Economic Forum actor Volodymyr Zelensky. Where so it's very strange that you have the world's fertilizer center and the world's wheat center. It's not the only ones, but for ease of conversation, major producers of fertilizer and wheat, Ukraine and Russia. Suddenly there's a very convenient war where you actually do have Volodymyr Zelensky who reaches out both for finances, 
from the, to the CCP and to the U.S. simultaneously. Isn't that strange how he's welcoming in the Belt and Road Initiative into the Ukraine right now? Very strange, isn't it? While simultaneously getting Joe Biden to send him another $800 million from the United, from your taxpayer, all to buy off Zelensky's silence because I guarantee you they have paperwork that indicts Hunter Biden over there and Joe Biden. It's very strange how it works, isn't it? All to try to control the food supply because if they control the food supply, they control your access to the food supply, i.e. a one world commerce system with a singular access point. But everybody thinks, Tom, it's like, get on with it. I know everybody thinks that when I say they're going to force you to eat bugs, that it's some sort of Alex Jones right-wing conspiracy theory. Alex Jones, who's right 98% of the time, literally. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll, I'll, you're right. It's an Alex Jones right-wing conspiracy theory. Well, is it right or is it not? Here we go. Two to three years ago, this is a Freedom Shea video. Two to three years ago, prior to COVID, most of us wouldn't have thought twice of what our children were being taught. Play it for me. You've never eaten a chicken before? No? You tried? Where do you find a crooked teeth? So there's this, uh, there's this company right here in Manitoba. They're called Prairie Cricket Farms. And what they do is they farm crickets and they put them in nice little bags and then you can eat the crickets. Yeah. So there you have our kids being taught in Manitoba, Canada to eat bugs. Oh, but it's all right-wing conspiracy theory as they constrict the world's food supply. And you're like, well, I'll just resist. Well, you got to resist now because once it's a one world commerce system with a singular access point, there is no other food. They want the elimination of cash. They want to institute a digital currency so they can turn it on and off as they see fit. And it's all predicated on the reason why they want you to eat bugs is what, for what reason? Because climate change, because of all the cow farts and the nitrates emanating from the fertilizer, right? That's what they say. But here's the, here's the, facts, about, here's, here's the facts about climate change. Steve Malloy tweet, today's global, warming, today, today, today's global warming is a mere 0.1 degree Celsius warmer than, than the 1979 to 2000 average global temperature. That's not even measurable. It's all a hoax. So right now, we are 0.1 degree warmer than they were during the 30-year run, the, well, the 21-year 20, run from 79 to 2000. And 0.1, they just have to throw up there because it's an, actually an, a, an unmeasurable number. It's all a hoax. But yet they want to confiscate 40% of the world's number two agricultural producer on the planet, 40% of their farmland, 
Van Markrut, prime minister of the Netherlands, wants to confiscate 40% of his own country's farmland because the, because the fertilizer that they're using does not meet ESG standards. In other words, he's going to constrict and lower the world's food supply, and then they're in control of it. That's what this is all about. Control, control, control. Bernie's tweets, Australia Bank, Australia, Bank Australia, will stop petrol and diesel car loans. So what that means is gas and diesel cars, the banks will no longer give you a loan in Australia if you're going to buy a gas-run car or a diesel-run car. You cannot get a loan. Anybody, I mean, I know some of us buy our cars cash. I have never bought a car for cash. Not a new one, ever. This is the point of it all. This is how easy it is to force change on populations with no, democrat, no, no democratic mandate. Corporations will decide what, what's good for you. It's why digital cur- currencies and social credit are so important to them. Resist. That's what, see, they're using climate change to usher in control. You see, what they do is say, you know what? Because we really care about the climate, as they fly around on their private jets themselves and put a larger carbon footprint on the earth in one year than you do for your entire life, all of these people that push the climate change agenda, they're all galactic hypocrites. But what they're saying is, you know what? Banks now get on board because they've got to have a high ESG score. So banks get on and say, you know, we're not going to loan you any money for a gas car or a diesel car. So now they control you. Then they usher in digital currency systems where you can only buy what they want you to buy. If you don't buy what they want you to buy or you buy something that they don't want you to buy, they can cut that off. That's why they want you to have an electric car. They're pressuring banks into not loaning you money so that you are forced into an electric car that goes onto the grid that's hooked into a company that has to have a high ESG score or they'll be, they'll be sanctioned by the controlling government. So then they can stipulate to you how much you charge your car and how far you can travel controlling you again. You ever want to know what the World Economic Forum is thinking? Oh, this is their chief advisor, Noah Harari. Play it for me. In the industrial revolution of the 19th century, what humanity basically learned to produce was all kinds of stuff like textiles and shoes and weapons and and vehicles. And this was enough for very few countries that underwent the revolution fast enough to subjugate everybody else. What we're talking about now is like a second industrial revolution, but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves we are basically learning to produce bodies and minds. Bodies and minds are going to be, I think, the two main products of the next wave of all these uh, uh, changes. And if there is a gap between those that know to produce bodies and minds and those that do not, then this is far greater than anything we saw before in, in history. And this time, if you're not part of the revolution fast enough, then you probably become, become extinct. Back to me. You must stand now because you may not be able to stand in the future. Love you all. Be back soon. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But that's not the end of it. 
Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom and victory in Jesus' mighty name. understand as women we are the spirit of the home he's the muscle but we have the spirit there's a, a guy living alone in a home his house looks totally different than somebody it smells different it smells it, it's different. dark it's gloomy there's no furniture there's, there's no light no pots and pans no cups dudes are gross dudes are nasty but then the woman but comes then in. the woman comes and in with a touch just like the holy ghost is in the details room that's why when god spoke something the holy spirit made it happen because right. he's in the details he's in the framework of everything no matter what's going on in your life you can find something to be blessed about those places maybe in your life where you're at the bottom of the barrel maybe you felt like you were underneath the barrel and the barrel was on top of you you can always find something to be grumpy about or you can find something to rejoice about and it's better to focus on the things that you can rejoice about and that you can be blessed about and thank god for I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. 